Hello, Wellbound Walkers. Welcome to episode number two. I hope you guys are all doing well and staying active during this very unique time. Um, I don't know about you guys, but my hands have never been drier. They've also never been cleaner. And because of all the extra time, I've just taken like the long way home everywhere. And I've seen more of Omaha than I ever thought I would. So that's kind of exciting. That's my, my big takeaway of the week. Uh, but this week, I am bringing you an ex- a, a episode of Socializing Through the Screen because we had an awesome suggestion from a fellow Wellbound Walker about how to maintain this and kind of how to do this during this time where we aren't allowed to stand within six feet of each other. So I thought it was a really good opportunity. I was able to reach out to a professional in the field, a dear friend of mine, to talk to her a little bit about it. She's a counselor down in Denver, Colorado, so we'll talk to her today. And then I also did some of my own research for you guys, some articles I pulled, some studies I found about exercising and the benefits of it, um, and how to exercise during this time, and a little bit of a proposition for Wellbound about a future idea that I have been brewing, and we'll kind of see how it goes. Uh, if you have not listened to us before, this is Walking with Wellbound, and Wellbound is a health and fitness facility in Omaha, Nebraska, geared towards seniors, baby boomers, and those with special health considerations. I am Patricia, your host, and let's get started. So in this next segment, you're going to hear a conversation I had with Carlene Pappert, who is a professional in the field and a teammate of mine from the University of Mary. Uh, We get to talk about mental health, just how it's being impacted during this time, and the importance of staying connected, as well as some other strategies that we are both using to keep the morale up and stay sane while we have so much uncertainty around us. Uh, She's an awesome person, amazing human being. And I really think she has some awesome and insightful tips and a lot of knowledge about the topic. So with that, let's get to the interview. Walkers, on the phone with me now, I have Carlene Pappert. Uh, She is from Denver, Colorado. And Car, do you want to just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, um, just so that they know who you are? Yeah, so I graduated from the University of Mary last spring um, with a degree in social work and psychology. Um, I'm currently working in foster care, um, but Pat asked me to hop on here and help with some mental health stuff in regards to the COVID-19. Yes, because I'm assuming it's crazy for you, but it's also crazy for us too. So it's just a whole worldwide craziness going on. Yeah, the new normal is hard to adjust to. It is. It is. It is. Um, Speaking of new normal, I've heard a lot of discussion of like, you can't like find a new normal, like normal. What is like even normal? And you know what I mean? I just, I can we adapt to a new normal? Is that even a thing? I mean, I think, I think we can make adaptations to a new normal, but we have to recognize that we probably are never going to get back to what normal looked like back in you know, December, January timeframe. I think right now it's important to be able to establish new routines and schedules so that we can have a new sense of normal um, with the understanding that maybe it's not going to look the same moving forward. Yeah, I like that. I think it's good to kind of create a new schedule for yourself because as you said, it's not going to be the same and we've just kind of kind of roll with it and figure out what's next. Right. 
So we talked. I want. So I want. I brought you on because you are like the mental health expert. You were a therapist to me for the past <laughs> four years, Carleen. So what is mental health? Like a basic definition of it, I guess, if you can do that. Yeah. So mental health generally refers to cognitive, behavioral, and emotional well-being. Um, I think a lot of times people have this idea of good mental health um, being directly related to not having some sort of mental disorder. And although that's true, that's not a full definition of what our mental health is. Um, And our mental health can be affected by our daily living, um, our relationships, and our physical health. But it's also important to understand that our mental health um, affects those things, too. It's a constant give and take. Our mental health is going to be decided by the choices we make every day. But the choices we make are also going to impact how good our mental health is. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize how interconnected all of our systems are. Yes. when it comes to mental health and how everything impacts it. So then what are some strategies that you may suggest for just maintaining good mental health? I know we talked about a little bit of just creating that new, like a new schedule, a new normal kind of thing. Are there any other suggestions? Yeah, I think there's a lot of really simple things that we can do to maintain and improve our mental health. Um, and we can do it during this time of the social distancing and everything. Um, I think, first of all, it's really important to have a healthy, balanced diet Um, to make sure you're getting some physical activity in during your day, getting good sleep, and doing your best to stay connected with your friends and loved ones during all of this. Um, You know, the things that we fuel our body with are going to have a big impact on how we're feeling emotionally and cognitively. So it's really important to make healthy healthy decisions when it comes to like the amount of sleep we're getting at night, the food we're consuming so that we can feel as good as possible. Um, It's also really important to get some regular exercise during the day. And that doesn't mean that we have to lift the heaviest weights or run a marathon every day. But if we can, you know, at least go for a 20 to 30 minute walk and get the blood pumping, we know that that's going to help reduce our anxiety levels. It's going to reduce depression and lift our mood. And it can also just boost our self-esteem and cognitive functioning. Yes, I love that you included exercise in there because I think A lot of people have maybe kind of taken this as like, oh, a little break from everything, but really keeping up what you've been doing before this is going to be so important for like withstanding the stress of this kind of crisis right now we're in. Yeah, I agree. And I think if you've already been in the habit of exercising before all of this happened, it's really important to continue doing that because that's going to be one of those things that help you feel like things are more normal. And if it's not something you've been participating in up until now, I think it's important to start because there's just so much extra stress added right now. And that can be a really good way to relieve it. Yeah. What, if I can ask you, what are your kind of, what have you been doing? I mean, obviously maintaining your normal, um, are you, cause you're working from home right now, aren't you? I am. Yeah. So, um, I have downloaded like a couple of different apps that you can use. And so one thing that I've been doing, um, since I am working from home is I'll work for an hour and then I'll do a seven minute workout. I just have an app on my phone. That's a seven minute long workout. I'll do that really quick. And then I'll go back to work for an hour. Um, and it's a really good way to break up my day, but it's also just a good way to get up off, off of the couch or, you know, my desk, whatever it is I'm working on, um, and get my blood going. And it's also really good to just get outside and get that fresh air. It's really hard to be cooped up in the house. And so I've been, I've been taking advantage of the nice weather and going outside and just going for a walk. Mm -hmm. So one hour on 
10 minutes off and then yep. you just go back to it. I like that. I like yep. that a lot. It breaks things up awesome. really nicely throughout the day. Oh, I can imagine. Um, and then we didn't, we didn't talk about, but your social keeping that like contact, how have you been doing that? What are the benefits there? I mean, I know it's, especially for our, so especially for our well-bound members, like well-bound was such a big aspect of their social life. Mm-hmm. Um, so being completely cut off from that, we're doing like online classes and all that. Um, but what are some ways that you've been keep, able to keep connected uh, or some, some suggestions there? Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things that I've been doing during all of this is video chatting with friends. Um, you know, if you've got a smartphone or a computer, there's just so many different apps and ways to be able to do that. Um, and I've enjoyed video chatting because I can still see the person that I'm talking with. Um, it's second best to actually being in person with them, but at least I can mm-hmm. see them and make sure that they're doing okay. Um, and so I've tried to do that with a lot of different friends of just checking in with them. Um, and then like you said, classes and stuff are being moved online. And so I think for people, if they are generally involved in organizations or clubs like churches or gyms or book clubs, and they have been moved to the online format is continue doing that. Um, Obviously, it's not as good as getting that community time um, face to face with people. But if you can still stay engaged, you're going to feel just much more connected. So can we talk about a little bit about mental health and that social connection? How does isolation affect mental health? How does being socially connected affect mental health? Just, I would, I would assume that the isolation, obviously we're not talking to as many people, um, decrease in mental health, decrease in overall drive to do things. Is that kind of the consensus there? Or? Yeah, yeah. So obviously our human interaction is really, really important. Um, we were not created to live our lives alone, but to be in community with others. Um, And obviously when we've got all of this stuff coming from the media, you need to be socially distant and don't be too close and don't touch people. And it can be really hard to figure out where um, that level of connection or contact should be, but we know that we need that contact. Um, And so my suggestion is just to make the effort to stay connected. Um, Obviously be smart, follow the recommendations and what you feel is right for you. Um, But we need, we need that interaction. We need to know how everybody's doing. Um, Everybody's going through this together, but obviously everybody's experience is individual as well. Um, And so to just keep in contact, don't isolate. um, It's going to make things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And then maybe talking about like the negatives of social media right now. Mm-hmm. I know that that can play such a toll on people's um, just emotional well-being. Right now, there's a lot of like negativity. To- I mean, obviously towards the coronavirus, but just almost like bogged down by it. Yeah. How do you kind of cope with that? How do you use it wisely, but not too much? And where's like where is there even is there even like a middle ground I don't know I think that one's really hard um obviously Mm -hmm. we we want to stay connected we want to know what's happening and the updates and how other people are feeling about the situation um but we have so much information being thrown at us every single day um and it's almost impossible to like stay up to date on that because there's new recommendations and new information and new numbers and um I think you just need to be aware of where your tolerance is at with that. 
Um, if you are somebody who gets overwhelmed by that easily, I would suggest maybe unplugging from the news sites a little bit more um, or just choosing one news source to get your information from so that you're not hearing so many different things. Um, I also think that, yeah, emotions are high right now and there's a lot of conflicting opinions about things um, and when things should open and how that should happen. And I think um, you just need to be aware of how you are responding to those things so that you can put yourself in a situation that um, isn't going to promote more stress, um, but puts you in a situation that you can start to find peace with the situation. Yeah, because I think that's one of uh, like a hard balance is- like, even for me, is like finding this, like, I want to be connected with the world and I want to stay up to date, but I also don't want to become, like, as bogged down and like, oh my gosh, what's this? Like, what's going on in this state? What's going on in this state? Yeah. While still staying connected. So what are some things that can take away from one's mental health, like, um, and like maybe their image of themselves or the world around them? There are certain things that are obvious that are going to take away that we should kind of avoid, or is it just like more of an individual basis of what you can handle? Yeah. So I think, you know, th- there's so many things that we can do to promote our mental health, but there's just as many things that can take away from our mental health. Um, one thing we've spoken about is the isolation um, and that, that just makes you feel very alone. Um, and so that's going to bring down your mental health. If you feel like you're going through this alone, you don't have anybody to process it with, that's going to be detrimental to your, to your mental health. Um, I think another thing that people are, are starting to experience, or maybe it's not new, it's something that has been happening for a long time, um, but is negative self-talk. Um, I think it's really important to pay attention to the way you speak to yourself. What kinds of things do you say to and about yourself throughout the day? Um, what is your overall attitude about the circumstance you're finding yourself in right now? Um, if you are telling yourself negative things all day long of, you know, this sucks, we're never going to get out of this, I'm so alone, it's going to be really hard to maintain a healthy level of mental health. Um, and so I think if we can turn those negative statements that we're saying to ourselves into more positive ones, we're going to see um, mental health be easier to maintain. Um, But if we're continuing to tell ourselves negative things all the time, that's going to take away um, from our ability to stay healthy. Yeah. And I think it's really easy to do that, especially now because that's, we're surrounded by it on social media. It's on the news, on the TV, on the radio, like that's all everyone's talking about. So I think being able to shut it down a little bit and just remember that, you know what, the sun is shining we will like see another day. Like it's, we're going to, we're all going to have to get through this. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a good, and, good perspective to have. I think another thing um, that is easy to take away from our mental health right now is just the fact that um, we are lacking normal routine and schedule. And so I think it's easy to like lose days of all of a sudden it's seven o'clock at night and we realize we haven't done anything we haven't we haven't accomplished anything and so I think one thing that's also really important is having like a to-do list either for each day or for your entire week have a couple of things that you want to accomplish um and like put your exercise and stuff on there and that way you can physically mark things off and you know that when you're done for the day you can look back and say okay we didn't do as much as we would normally do but I at least accomplished this thing and that's going to help you feel a little bit better as well 
yeah, I think that for sure helps. I know that's what I've been having to do. I like have a little, I mean, obviously with I, my schools that like schools getting, coming to a close, like graduations coming up, like that, all that kind of stuff. But like, I don't have as much to do, but I at least like will make a small to do right. list. Because if not, I mean, gosh, Wednesday doesn't look any different than Thursday. And then it's all of a sudden Sunday and you're like, what the heck happened in my right. week? Yep. Yeah. So I think if we can um, force a little bit of a schedule, even though there's not really anything that's we have to get done on a certain timeline, um, it's just going to make us feel a little bit better. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And then one thing I also want to just kind of touch on is even sharing the importance of probably like sharing this message of sharing the fact that we do need to interact still and keeping thinking about the those ones that maybe you don't call on a daily basis mm-hmm. or that maybe you haven't talked to in a while um, just as like a statement of that, make sure you're sharing and you are reaching out to those other people that maybe are isolating yes. themselves. Um, Cause those people are going to need just as much as help, if not more help than anyone that's listening to this right now. Cause they're already looking for help. Absolutely. I think, yeah, if you've got those people in your life and you know that um, they're alone, just reach out to them and let them know that you're thinking about them. Um, and obviously everybody, everybody's hands are a little bit tied. There's not as much as we can do right now as we could normally do to help people out, but let them know that you're thinking about them, offer to buy them a meal to, you know, get it delivered to them. If it's within your means and all that you can contribute, um, I would just, I would encourage you to think about that. Um, but absolutely, if you've got people in your life and you know, they're isolating, reach out to them and just let them know, um, that you're thinking about them. Yeah. Awesome. I'm telling you guys, every time I talk to Carlene, I feel about 10 times better and way more in control of my life afterwards. Um, She just has an effect on people. So if that's how you're feeling right now, totally normal. Uh, She was almost like a team like therapist while she was at you, Mary. So she has so much experience um but thank you car thank you for doing that for me and for us at wellbound we really really appreciate it to go along with all that i do want to talk about exercise when it comes to all this as well because there's a huge key aspect to exercise that i really want to hone in on because we are an exercise we are wellbound we are exercise fanatics here uh but i want to pull up some articles that i found for you guys one our first one starts off with the acsm which is the american college of sports medicine uh, and it talks about exercise and stress. So when we exercise, every single time we exercise, we pr- we're putting our body under a type of stress. Our heart rate goes up. We get a little short of breath. We might start to sweat a little bit. This is good stress, though. Uh, with this good stress, it helps us cope with other random stress, I want to say. So when you do get to the grocery store and there are a million people there, your body's able to understand those those neurotransmitters and those hormones that are being released in order to cope and better handle the situation so that's my big first point first uh exercise and stress but this was also uh a huge impact of stress and exercise was found in group exercise so a study done with individuals they split them split them up into three different groups first one was individual exercise second group was group exercise and then the third group was no exercise at all They measured their quality of life physically, mentally, and emotionally, and their stress levels. At the end of this study, the only group to have immense 
um, improvements was the group exercise group. They were able to gain this sense of community and a sense of a common goal to help improve and also lower those stress levels. Which is why I think it's so awesome that we are able to bring that to Wellbound and still maintain that group exercise um, community, even though we're we not we're not here at Wellbound. Uh, so don't be shy to comment, like, um, or talk to other people during the class. It's those kind of social interactions that that's all we have right now. Uh, we might be able to do that in person, but right now that's what we have and. An article published by Harvard talked to the designers of Facebook and Instagram and all these different social media platforms, and they were designed to set and they set up to feed the reward center of the brain. So I know it might sound kind of silly, but these studies do show that these feel-good neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin are released when you get comments and you get likes over the social media platform. So even though it's not probably how we are used to sharing that kind of appreciation for others, spread some cheer, spread some love, give somebody else a smile, give them a thumbs up. I know that when I teach my classes, it makes me feel 10 times better after doing a class because I I can't see all of you right away. Um, So getting all that great feedback, it really does go a long way. Um, And don't be afraid to kind of share that with everyone else. So... So if there's anyone out there that listened to this episode and was like, hmm, I need to get involved in group exercise, we have a solution for you. Right now at Wellbound, we are doing some short-term memberships just for the time being for our group exercise classes that we are streaming online. They're all saved online. So if you ever miss a class or you want to do a different class that day, you can go and look at all of them. We have total body classes, we have seated classes, we have standing classes, we have yoga, we have tai chi, we have some interval classes, we have a little bit of everything, uh, so everyone can kind of find what classes they really like and really enjoy. It's a great opportunity to see if Wellbound is right for you. So if you are interested, come below, email us, reach out to us on Facebook, and we will get you set up. Okay, Wellbound Walkers, I have a final proposition for you all. Uh, If you're doing your online classes, you'll know that you can see us, but we can't see you and you can't see everyone else doing the classes with you. So I'd like to propose a little bit of a challenge. Um, If anyone is interested in doing maybe a Zoom exercise class, we can do it, start with one one time per week. Uh, But if you're interested, let me know. Comment below, Uh, you can direct message our Facebook page However you want to get a hold of us, I would love to know if anyone would want to, that, want to do that. It adds a little bit more accountability. Plus, you get to see a lot more people. And there's a lot of people doing all these exercise classes with you. Um, just to kind of emphasize that community. So, let me know your thoughts, if you'd be interested or not. And maybe we'll try to get one set up for the first week of May and see how it goes. Okay, that is a wrap for the podcast today. Thank you guys so much for listening. It was awesome to be able to make this one. Uh, If you guys have any future suggestions for future episodes, comment below, give it a like, and share it with anyone else you think needs to hear this. 
hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and we will see you on social media (laughs) bye